0: Taku Chapter 1 A Different Dance Joy doesn't love church She only goes because Ma insists Yes, hallelujah She sings and rocks her body like everyone else But her mind is always elsewhere She wonders why Beata is late to church again Beata has had bow on the brain a lot lately and it makes it hard for Joy to see her as much as she wants to. Pastor Joe is up at the front again, preaching from the depths of his toes, speaking about clearing out the spirits of poverty that move within the African community. We
1: claim prosperity in this congregation. Joy rolls
0: her eyes as she watches Ma digging in her bag for her wallet.
1: Hallelujah.
0: After the service, she's standing in the women's queue behind Ma.
1: How are you, Pastor
0: Joe walks yes. down the line Morning, greeting auntie. everyone. And when he gets to Joy
1: Hello young sister
0: He shakes her hand Then gently scratches the inside of her palm with his middle finger Ew She jolts and looks at him in shock But he just smiles and moves to the next person in line Oh hello (laughs) Joy watches him But it seems no one else is getting the weird palm scratch thing As she turns to face the front again That girl catches her eye Why the hell is she smiling at me like that? Joy doesn't like Pastor Joe, and she definitely doesn't like that girl.
2: I've seen her at school, and I've heard people talk about her mum a bit and her drinking brother. People know that Joy has been seen in the nightclubs with Beeta, the one who had the baby last year. Those two seem to behave and be polite at church, though. That Joy girl stares out of the window a lot. I'm standing at the door, ushering the last of the children out of the hall. Pastor Joe has started blessing Hello, the sister. woman's queue, and he's standing Hello. by Joy. Hello, sister. He just shook her hand, and for some reason she jumped a little. She is looking around uncomfortably, and that's when she catches my eye. Yes. Oh, so it's not just me he's weird with. I try to smile encouragingly to say... Hey girl, I see you. Yeah, he's weird. Don't worry about it. But for some reason, she scowls at me. Oh.
0: Joy finished cooking the Ugali stew a while ago. She puts it in the glass Pyrex dish and into the oven, ready for Ma to eat when she wakes up for her night shift. It's 2.30pm, and Joy has work at the library at 3. Wendy, the librarian, is so nice to her. But if she's late, she goes into her nice lectures about time management. Joy walks past Prosper's room and the dead socks waft through under the door.
3: Why is he so feral?
0: She grabs her little black notebook and her satchel and tucks her library shirt in. City of Baxter Library is proudly embroidered on her breast. She fixes her braids and tucks that annoying loose strand behind her ear. She locks the house and walks to the bus stop.
2: I wish he wouldn't tell me what books I should read. I'm looking at the one he's placed next to my plate. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People Who Don't Get Bossed Around by Their Parents. That's the book I'd like to read. Dad's in his professor mode again. Mama gets up and starts clearing the dishes and she looks at me. That's my cue to help her. Nathan just sits there scrolling through his phone. He's snapchatting his baby daddy dramas again. Anita's pregnant, her parents hate us, Nathan hates them, dad hates the whole situation. It's funny to me that he's actually filming the whole thing. Dad doesn't know that Nathan secretly records his grumblings about the baby and also his mean whines about Anita's parents and the other people in the community. I don't have the heart to say anything because I can't wait to see what happens. Nathan smiles at me and I almost start laughing. I know that when the short film comes out and people see Dad not being the perfect angel they think he is, I swear, it's going to be funny.
1: Yolanda, the police commission has given my faculty a grant to start a dance program with the African youth. I want you to audition.
2: But Dad, I don't really want to dance with the police.
1: You are not listening. You will be dancing with other youth in the community. As the person who got the grant, I expect my daughter to be part of the process.
2: When is it, though? I really don't like it when he tells me to dance. Yeah, I love dancing, but only when I get to choose when I dance.
1: Don't ask me that. I am aware of exam and school schedules and have planned around that. I have copies of the audition flyer for you to give out in youth group on Sunday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. The church kids hate me already.
0: Joy is stacking books when Wendy approaches her with a bunch of papers.
4: Ah, there you are. Do you mind sticking these posters around the library for me? Watch out, it's a youth and police dance collaboration project for Harmony Week.
0: Joy looks at the flyers suspiciously.
4: Maybe you'd like to try out
0: for it. Mm, No thanks, Wendy. Joy walks to the main notice board and she looks at the flyer properly. There is a group of ethnic, she hates that word, kids on it. And there, front and centre, holding her hip, is that girl who smiled at her at church. She looks good, but too good, better than the other kids around her. She looks at the flyer in her hand. For
3: more information, contact Professor Needy. Wait, isn't that the pretty girl's dad?
0: Joy shrugs and sticks the fly on the unkempt side of the board, under the fly for bush tucker walks. She can't let that pretty girl get too much exposure. She walks back to her desk at the service counter, and since it's a bit quiet, she pulls out her little black notebook. Every day she writes a new big word in her book, then tries to find a minimum of seven words in it. She's working on anaesthetic today.
3: Seat, tea, stain, c chats, etch, sane.
0: This word thing started when she watched that Numbers and Letters show on TV. The maths bit bored her, but she liked the bit where they had to guess the words and the final conundrum.
3: Con, nun, drum, rum, mud, cod, corn,
0: An old man walks in and asks where the newspapers are, and as she directs him, Wendy holds up another bunch of the watch out flyers.
4: Joy, please go and stick these up at the community centre across the road.
0: Joy doesn't understand why, but she never questions Wendy too much. Wendy is cool people's. Sure.
2: I swear dad is too much i can't even deal with them sometimes why do we have to go and be in the newspapers about this watch out thing why and why do we even have to take photos at the library right in the middle of baxter it's where everyone will see me and give me their funny looks nate what are you doing can't i come help you with some video stuff or something dad wants me to go with
3: them to baxter ha you're screwed nope I don't need any filming help. Snap me when you get there, though, especially if he's being a dick again.
2: You know, I can't, though.
3: Well, then I can't help you. What does that even mean, Nate?
2: <sighs> Never mind. I walk back to my room and look at the audition flyer. I don't understand why Pastor Joe is even judging this thing. But then again, I guess he probably wants to smile at us girls and our chests. I don't like him, and it's so weird how dad likes him so much. The professor and the pasta. I make sure I am never alone with them together. I can't deal with it. Watch out, hey. The flyer says traditional dance, but that's so not me. I don't do the whole dress up in African gear like mama does, and I know all the Sudanese girls will do that, and there's no ways I can compete with their crazy jumping dance thing maybe i'll just do a ballet piece i know it's not traditional to me but it's traditional to white people plus dad may actually approve of me dancing a ballet routine considering he used to call me his ballet baby he loves telling his academic friends that i was in swan lake or the nutcracker because it makes him sound more cultured like hey look at me and my cultured family
4: I'm Professor Ngu and I'm the senior lecturer in racial discrimination and international policy something something at Such and Such University. Meet my tribe. My wife,
2: she's a social entrepreneur in our community. She makes her own African clothes and decks the heads of our women. My daughter, Yolanda. <laughs> she is like me, an avid reader, and I call her my ballet baby. Why you ask? <laughs> That one was in Swan Lake. And my boy Nathan. I'm very proud of our emerging
3: engineer. Yolanda, who are you talking to?
2: Oops. No one, Mama. I'm just practicing for my class presentation. She opens the door and looks around suspiciously.
3: But why did it sound like you're doing a man's voice? I was?
2: <laughs> nah, Mama, I wasn't. Is your ear hurting again?
3: Yeah. It is. We're praying for it again at women's group tonight. I look at her.
2: Shame. This woman is legit going mad.
0: Joy walks over to the community centre. Thank goodness it's only 500 metres away from the library. Her shoes are hurting a bit today. That's always her sign that she needs to cut her toenails. She walks into the centre and waves to Lizzie. Hey! She's a sweet girl, but she feels sorry for her, because Orange Hair's her boss. Joy just doesn't love the community centre as much as she used to. Back in the day, she'd go to the youth dance workshops they had after school. She'd go with Beata and they'd be a bit late and giggle endlessly at the back of the classes. (laughs) Every time they had classes, Orange Hair would be standing by the reception desk, towering over the previous admin girl who'd sit there and smile sheepishly at the girls. Joy always felt sorry for her because she could see she wanted to be nice, but she didn't have the balls to face up to orange hair, who just talked to all the young people like they were camels. Okay, maybe not camels, but still. She talked as if she didn't want them to be there. She rolled her eyes a lot and didn't have a nice way of answering when you asked her something. But now Joy has to go and ask if she can stick the watch out flies up. Wendy has insisted Joy ask for permission because it's manners. Damn Wendy and her manners. Joy walks down the side corridor to the main office. The corridor is a bit dark today, and the only light is streaming through from the far end glass doors. As Joy approaches, she hears a hushed voice talking. Great. Orange hair has someone with her. Joy either has to wait, come back later, Or, she can knock then walk in. But she doesn't want an audience, in case orange hair's her usual grumpy self. She decides to wait a bit. As she leans against the wall in the dark corridor, she realises orange hair's on the phone.
4: I'm telling you, Margaret, these people don't integrate. I don't know why we bother.
0: There's a long pause.
4: What a stupid word, though. If I see one more thing saying multiculturalism... I swear I will slit my
0: wrists. Joy looks at the watch out fly in her hand and there in bold white letters under the main title she reads, Youth Celebrating Multiculturalism Through Dance. Her heart sinks.
3: Margaret, Jono is back at it again and this is the last thing I need right
4: now. Hold on, I've got a knock on my door.
2: Mama, do I really have to do Dad's audition? Why are you asking me that? Well, it's just, I don't think it's fair that if it's Dad's idea and then I go try for it. I feel like he's going to let me in anyways.
3: What's wrong with that? Nathan!
2: Nathan! Where's your brother? I don't know. But Mama, it's not fair to the other kids. If it looks like I'm always the favourite, then it's not a real audition.
3: Yolanda, why are you talking to me about this? Talk to your father.
2: But, Mama, he won't.
3: Child, I don't know anything about this dance stuff. Talk to your father. Fudge. Well, multiculturalism, eh?
0: What What a stupid stupid word, though. Joy is fuming, and now she can't even feel her feet hurting as she stomps back to the library. Multiculturalism. As she walks back into the library, it's as if the word is everywhere. Especially because of Harmony Week coming up. She hadn't even really noticed it before. There's no one at the service desk, so she sits down and grabs her black notebook from her bag. She writes
3: Multiculturalism? For fuck's sake, lady, you smell and we're so over your whiteness. Piss off.
0: Wendy's office door opens and Joy closes her booklet.
4: How did you go with the poster? Yeah, fine. Great, thanks for that.
0: Wendy starts walking back to her office, then turns around.
3: Aren't you going to try out for the dance thing? No, Wendy, I just... Oh, that's
4: a pity. I remember when you used to dance with all the other girls in the Dance Days program. You were all so cute. Wow. Wow. I think this is a good idea, especially for those kinds of boys.
0: She points to the trio that Joy has nicknamed the Crude Crew. There they are again, giggling and laughing at the naughty books in the spirituality and sexuality section.
4: I do like how Professor Ningy is trying to tie together his uni funding with you young'uns in Baxter. Lord knows the council doesn't have the funding to do any more. Isn't it wonderful that Maxine will be one of the judges?
0: Joy's eyes pop open.
3: What the F? Orange hair is going to be a judge?
0: Her face gives away her shock.
4: Oh yes, I know. It doesn't make sense that we had to print the flyers out for the event happening at their centre. Maxine's called and asked if I could print some out and put them up. She's severely understaffed and her printer isn't as good as ours. When you're done serving this lady, can you please do the toilet check?
0: Joy wasn't even listening. That big word is literally dancing in her head. What What a stupid stupid word though.
2: Oh great, now dad's gone and organized for the Baxter Blazer community paper to do a story on the dance thing. Why does he do this to me? Why? And I can hear him doing his fake happy professor laugh on the phone again. I swear he only turns that on for white people. I bet that reporter is white. Yolanda! Yes Dad, coming! He seems a bit excited, that's a worry.
1: Yolanda, get dressed. We are going to the library for a photo shoot with the Baxter Blazer. They are writing an important story on the Watch Out project. They have only told me now. The reporter is down there with the mayor and police commissioner for another event right now and she saw the flyer. She wants us there promptly.
2: But Dad, I've got work at 6 tonight.
1: It's not a discussion. This is the mayor of Baxter, Child.
2: But Dad, I've...
1: Yolanda Hopningi. Are you talking back to me?
2: No, Dad. Fuck! This is so unfair. I hate calling in to cancel my shifts. They always tease me the next day. Dad insists I get a job, and then he doesn't let me do the job. Then people at work tease me because I'm the pretty rich black kid who doesn't need to work because Daddy pays all her bills anyways.
0: (sighs) She's still mad after her toilet check. She's sitting at the service desk again and grabs her notebook. She starts writing. Multiculturalism. It's a beautiful word. Yes, orange-haired, that's what you've just heard. She is literally yelling this in her chest and wants to scream. She doesn't, but she keeps writing. She thinks of what sweet Wendy always says.
3: Be smart, not angry.
0: So she keeps writing. She wants to educate this orange-haired woman.
3: Someone has to. Someone has to.
0: So she demands that this woman stops freaking out, because there are innocent ears like hers about.
3: Piss off, lady. Piss off.
0: Joy has never written like this before. She wonders what it is. A poem? A silly poem? Is it even a real poem? Does this even make sense? The words are just coming out, and she can't write fast enough. She hears the library's sliding doors open and runs back to the toilet before anyone comes to ask for help. She just wants to keep writing this without being seen or interrupted. She's sitting on the closed lid and writing. There's no one in there because it's almost closing time, so she can really hear herself thinking. Multiculturalism.
3: Cult. Multi. Mum. cult, Lilt. Oh my gosh, so many small words. What the hell?
0: She keeps writing. Then she stops. How is she going to get Orange Hair to see this? That thought sobers her out of her writing bubble. She looks at her watch and realises Wendy will be looking for her. She tucks her notebook in her back pocket and walks out. There are two confused people looking around at the service desk. Chill
3: the fr people, I'm coming.
0: She mutters under her breath.
2: Seriously though, who is this guy? To the whites, he's the normal African who speaks their academic language. It's actually embarrassing, even more so being known as a spawn. As I walk from the car park in my tutu, there goes Mrs. Guerre with her groceries looking at me funny. Dad waves and she responds with a big smile and keeps walking. Yup. That'll be a story for tomorrow. They don't call her CNN for nothing. Dad's walking a bit too fast and I'm trying to catch up in my ballet shoes. The reporter is waiting by the library entrance and I can see the mayor with his ridiculous big bling mayor necklace. And there's the police commissioner, his trusty sidekick. Whoa! Who are these kids though? Ah yes, I suppose dad needs the one Muslim, eh? Just to make it look balanced. I walk up to her and try sound friendly. Hi. I'm Yolanda. You like to dance too, eh? She looks up and down at my fluffy tutu and tights whilst I look at her pretty blue hijab. I legit wish I was wearing a burqa right now. I don't know what else to say to her, so I turn around and those three boys are smiling at me stupidly again. Okay, at least I must look pretty enough that they don't know what to say to me. Plus, my dad is there and they know he's such a boss. They look as uncomfy as I do, though. Oh, it's because of the popo. The blue uniform makes all black guys squirm.
1: Yolanda, come and stand here next to the mayor, please.
2: I don't even bother arguing. I don't want to stand there. Why am I the only one dressed like a dancer? These kids aren't even going to be in the program. I can just tell. Okay, everyone. uh, I want you all to squeeze in tight. Wow, that reporter's camera is huge. Actually, I think
3: like this lovely lady in the tutu. Honey, can you move forward for me? Everyone else, can you form a, a semicircle behind her? Mayor, a little more to the left. Oh, this is great. This is great. O M G, I
2: am dying. I look back at Dad, and he's standing with his chest puffed out and telling the mayor something, yes, something swanly. Swan great.
0: Joy's got her bag and is about to leave when Wendy calls her into the office.
4: Joy! Close the door, will you?
0: Joy's heart sinks. Maybe Wendy did notice she disappeared earlier on.
4: Did you drop something when you came from the toilet?
0: Joy's confused. Has she done the pad wrapper thing again? But she remembers it's not that time. Um, no. Wendy holds her black notebook and smiles.
4: Joy! What is multiculturalism?
0: Joyce smacks her back pocket in panic, but it's too late.
4: I love that you have a collection of words, and you should keep writing. Don't worry, I didn't read everything except the last page with multiculturalism. That's when I recognized your handwriting. Yes, it is a beautiful word. Maybe you'd like to finish writing this poem
3: and put it on the library wall for Harmony Week. Oh, hell no, Wendy. Where everyone can see it? No ways.
0: Joy only wants orange hair to see it. She sheepishly grabs her notebook, thanks, Wendy, and runs out to catch her bus. As she runs down the stairs, a bright flash catches her eye to the right. She sees the reporter and the big camera first, and as she gets down to the paving, there in a cosy little group being snapped in true paparazzi style is... That girl in a tutu, the crude crew, and the mayor of Baxter. What the F?
2: Dear Lord Jesus Christ, why? Why did she have to come out at that exact moment? That reporter had already taken hundreds of pictures of me twirling with my arm in the air. But no, just as I did the last one, she walked out and saw me. I tried to smile, but she just stood there scowling at me. Then dad walked up and tried to hug me. He never hugs me at home. So this was definitely a show hug. Then the mayor came to shake my hand and the commissioner patted me on my back. The one time I didn't want people touching me is the one time she stood there just watching me. I felt sick. I didn't say anything the whole way home in the car. Dad could tell something was up. So he was trying to be nice.
1: I am proud of you today. Yep. Yes, yes. This will look good on your university applications.
2: Yep. I'm home now and I'm just over it. I walk past Mama in the kitchen and Nate in the laundry without saying hi. I'm too lazy to take my tutu off and I lie on my bed with the chool poking into my back. It's not comfy, but my care factor right now is zero. I have my headphones on and I skip a few songs on my phone. Yes, Solange. Don't wish me well. This sucks all so much. I can feel my tears dripping through my pillow. It's like everyone in the house knows I'm upset too, but no one comes to check in if I'm okay. I swear, white parents would be here in a flash, probably crying with me. My life is so ghetto. Seriously though, Solange, don't wish me well. You've got it so good. I wonder if your dad ever told you when and how to dance. What the F? He did! I sit up very quickly and look at the wall. I bolt off my bed and start the track again. I'm standing in front of the mirror and I start dancing. Whoa, what is this? What am I doing? I start the track again and do it once more. Whoa! I start the track again and do it faster. I'm um, okay, Dad. You want me to audition for this thing? You want ballet? I'll give you ballet, baby.
0: Joy stacks the week's newspapers and magazines in a row. They're in today's freshly minted Baxter Blazer. She looks at that girl's smiling face with her arm held up high above her head. Everyone in the background is smiling weirdly. The article ends with a note that local youth are invited to apply by contacting Professor Ningy.
3: Damn, his promo's on point though.
0: Joy's Ma had even put the flyer on the fridge at home. She got it at the women's group prayer night in the hope that Prosper would put the grog down and audition. He took one look at it and scoffed. Joy doesn't even know why her ma tries. Joy's home now and has finished eating her dinner. She's got a crumpled copy of today's blazer on her bed. She doesn't think that ballet girl is that special. She reads the headline again
3: Youth celebrating multiculturalism through dance.
0: She stands in front of her mirror, holds her arm above her head, and twirls. She stops and then, Oh my gosh!
2: Nate, you awake? Nathan! Nate! What? I crack open the door. Um, can I come in?
3: For fuck's sake, Yolanda. I'm busy. What is it?
2: I walk in, and he looks at me in my tutu. Um, please can I borrow your GoPro?
0: Joy stands in front of them. It's an awkward moment. She is prepared, but a little nervous. She steps forward to the table, hands her paper to the pretty lady, and walks quickly to the center of the room. We've asked you to prepare a dance. She says, looking up from the sheet in her hand. Yes,
3: I know, but this is my
0: dance.
4: No, these are just words, and you're not dressed like somebody ready to dance.
3: Yes, I know, but this is all I have right now. These words make my heart dance. You just can't see it.
0: They look at her. She looks at the corner of the table to avoid eye contact. There is silence and it is awkward again. Before anyone responds, she takes a deep breath. She doesn't realise how loud it sounds in that small studio. She opens her eyes and they are listening now. Multiculturalism isn't a bad word.
3: Yes, I've said it. Yes, that's what you've just heard.
0: Orange hair looks at the other judges. She doesn't like it.
3: (sighs) We're already late
2: to his bloody audition and he's driving slowly. I swear, I don't understand this guy. They say that ridiculously smart people are considered mad as well. It's definitely true for him. The auditions that he has organised have already started and we're late. Oh, but because he's professor, he'll be forgiven. But I get all the death stares and weirdness because it's like I'm the one who doesn't care enough to arrive on time. We pull up to the community center car park and it's not too busy. Thank goodness. I unlatch my seatbelt and gather my tool frills and my bag. Thank goodness for this tutu because I use it as an excuse to sit in the back seat rather than the front. The awkward silence intensity levels seem way higher when I sit in the front. I feel safer from his monologues when I sit in the back. I open the door and just as I'm about to step out he says,
1: This project is important to me. I'm not coming into the audition room itself. I'll wait in the car.
2: Oh what? But Dad, you need to come in and watch me dance though.
1: Are you talking back?
2: No, Dad. It's just, I thought that since it's your audition that me...
1: You are already late. Get in there before you miss your spot.
2: Great. I close the door and start walking. I look back and he's beckoning me back to the car. I run back to the driver's side and he's already got the window rolled down.
1: When you are in there, I want you to remember you are dancing in front of Pastor Joe. Ensure that you dance like a young woman of God. You are also carrying the Ningi name. It must be carried properly. Do you hear me?
2: Yes, Dad.
1: Run right now. I'll be here in the car when you are done.
3: <sighs> so please stop freaking out because there are innocent ears about. Multi means many. That applies to an abundance of anything. Multi talented, many talents. Multilingual, many languages. Multi-grain? Different sandwiches? I digress.
0: They are still watching, so she continues.
3: Multiculturalism isn't a bad word. Yes, that's what you've just heard.
0: (coughs) She keeps going.
3: Cultural means of your essence, what makes up your very presence, what you value, what you believe, what love you share with the world, and what lessons you gladly receive.
0: By now, she's looking past them, and she can tell they are trying to look through her.
3: So don't freak out because of a burqa or the hijab, or worse yet, death by kebabs. Seriously.
0: The pretty judge in the middle chuckles. Joy realises she must be the police officer who almost became a dancer. The blazer said she had volunteered to help with the programme. She sits smiling at Joy. Joy continues
3: multiculturalism isn't a bad word. Yes, that's what you've just heard. The ism bit just ties it all together and gives the word street cred, so it looks good in the dictionary and on the internet. Multi, many, plus cultural, ways of showing love and learning about the world, plus ism, together, equals multiculturalism. Many ways of showing love and learning about the world together.
0: There is a long pause, and orange hair starts to gather some papers. The beautiful police lady goes to applaud.
3: Multiculturalism is a beautiful word. Yes, that's what you've just heard. uh uh-uh. Jesus. Sixteen tall, proud letters. Ten confident consonants. Six helpful vowels. Six synchronised syllables.
0: Joy spins around with her arms flung up. She stops to catch her breath and grins. Well there's a little bit of a real dance.
3: The word itself is an act of itself, bringing together different parts to make a beautiful, poetic whole.
0: She pauses, she is beaming. They are still watching quietly.
2: At least there's no strict ordering or numbers like the real auditions on TV. I walk in and sit on the bench watching the three guys from the newspaper shoot practice their routine. They are so offbeat and their rap lyrics sound so childish. But hey, they'll probably get through even though they're shit because we need to discourage boys from forming gangs blah blah blah. One of them suddenly notices me and taps another. Oh, now they've gone shy and can't seem to remember their routine. I saved them the embarrassment and look in my bag. There are a few other kids here, actually. A lot more than I thought would be. I have no idea where my dad found them, but it's definitely diverse in here. Two girls walk from the right corridor, decked in saris and red dots on their faces and henna and bling. Dang, those people don't hold back, do they? They look beautiful, though. I can't even be mad at them. As they walk towards the end of my bench, I realise I can't actually hear any music coming from the main hall. Is there someone in there? I ask the taller one.
3: Yeah, some chick went in a while ago. So when you next hear it on the streets or read it online, relax and don't freak out. There are much scarier ism words about, like...
0: She slowly walks up to Orange and Smiles.
3: Criticism.
0: She walks to the police lady and smiles. Scepticism. She walks to Pastor Joe and winks. Sexism.
1: Oh, Lord, have mercy.
0: She walks back to orange hair and whispers. Racism. (coughs) She then quickly steps back to the center of the room, turns around to face them, and smiles.
3: I digress. Multiculturalism, sprinkled with love and optimism, is a beautiful word. Now go and tell your friends that's what you've just heard.
2: Okay, now there's a loud booming voice from the main auditorium. I'm not the only one who stopped and looked across in surprise. What the F? Now
3: Now go and tell your friends that's what what you've you've just just heard.
0: heard. The door opens and Joy walks out past the crude crew in their tracksuits and there on the bench waiting her turn and looking nervous in her tutu is that girl for the first time Joy walks past her and smiles
2: Oh my gosh she smiled at me